What's up, Anchor fam? It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. It is Monday, uh, March 12th, I think. What a busy day. Just trying to get caught up myself. Um, life is very busy, very hectic. I'm not complaining, though. I'm thankful and grateful uh, to be here and to be productive. I hope you guys are doing the same. I hope life is treating you well. We are sure living in interesting times. I mean, before you can uh, process one thing, you know, before you can get the Betsy DeVos interview out of your head, it's it's we're on to something new. You know, it's like, here we go. She uh, she was quite disturbing, though. Uh, I'm speaking of the 60 Minutes interview with Betsy DeVos. And I guess my whole issue right now with uh, the president and his administration I don't understand who's supporting him and why they're supporting him, um, you know, and how they were so like divisive, like this whole political system to me is just failing because it's become so divisive. And I feel like people have been manipulated to the nth degree, almost to the point where, you know, what's the point of even voting because you just feel like people are being manipulated and these parties are counting on that and playing to their strengths or your weaknesses, if you will, um, are weaknesses. I tend to be more of a reader than an alarmist or someone who, who listens to a station and simmers all day or whatever. But I just, I don't understand why any of this is okay. Um, and I've, you know, I've gotten out of my bubble. I've watched people explain why they are pro-Trump. And I just completely don't understand it, <laughs> which, you know, there's a long list of things I, I completely don't understand. But that's one of them. And um, I feel like we've just sort of regressed to the point where, you know, people just can't agree to disagree. We we're never going to see eye to eye politically uh, as it stands. It'll be you know, quite some time before we recover from all of this manipulation. I think I read somewhere that the Koch brothers, who are not Republicans, uh, they're libertarians, but that party has absorbed a lot of libertarians since we're only stuck with two parties. And uh, they plan to spend $400 million uh, this election season to make sure the Republicans retain control. And what does that mean, really? You know, and how do people feel like that's good for the country when, I mean, in some instances, it's clearly not. You know, I just wish we could get back to some common sense, you know, where people just, where things make sense. You know, there was a time when I felt comfortable saying that I thought most people were moderates or centrists, like somewhere, you know, it fell in the middle. You know, you may be a fiscal conservative, but a social moderate or, you know, some some kind of someplace in the middle. But it's just become so extreme and toxic. So watching Betsy DeVos just kind of smile and talk about, you know, how uh, the state of public schools and how, you know, she hasn't quite been to schools that are struggling because she's avoided those. But she's certain her policies will work. And it's like, if you look her up, you'll realize, uh, I can't remember which relative it is. So thankfully, this isn't 60 Minutes. Um, But her name, 
I think it's her husband. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But it is a DeVos who founded Amway, which is, you know, multi-level marketing. And I know people who've made money off Amway. I'm not saying it's bad, but there is it makes me wonder how someone like her can feel comfortable talking about the state of public education when she's, you know, a millionaire, billionaire many times over. Um, I don't understand that. So the fact that she had an opinion about education and then somehow secured this position is dangerous. And I don't understand why people aren't more afraid that, you know, rich people are just going to run roughshod over, you know, everybody else. Cause that's pretty much what's happening. So welcome back 1920s. Uh, you know, you just need to pick up a history book before you start to realize, okay, we've seen this movie before and we kind of have an idea of how it ends. Um, Although I, you know, I I don't want to get bleak because I'm not a bleak minded person. Uh, I'm a an optimist and I believe in God and I believe that God is in control ultimately. So I will watch this all play out. But it is disturbing. It is disturbing. And what's weird is I didn't even start. I didn't even think I was going to start out talking about politics. But I had, I just read some stuff and it kind of creeped me out. And it's like uh, watching her doe-eyed, glassy expression speaking about something as serious as public education. And I have been dealing with the product of some of, I'm assuming, St. Louis's public education system. Um, and in the last, you know, 30 years, like every other major public school system, it's been failing. And it's alarming to me that this isn't a bigger issue. I don't care how much money you have. A a society can't run if the people on the bottom can't think for themselves. If they can't process information, you're just making government bigger because you're going to have to take care of them. Which isn't that what you're against? Hey, that's why I need I need to. My blood pressure is going up. All right. (laughs) I didn't mean to ramble. You know, they already told me you only want to hear two or three minutes, but it is what it is. Have a wonderful Monday. You are loved. Hope you are well. Peace.